The contents of the notebook are for entertainment only. It is not meant to offend or hurt anyone. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello, and welcome back to the Notebook Podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Nana, and this is our 22nd episode. Woo! Oh! So... <laughs> I forgot how we start these things. What's new with you? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally been a week, Amy. How did you forget? <laughs> Just because we don't write scripts for the opening anymore? Yeah. Um, Freestyle. Yes. Um, well... Um, I guess this is coming out on the weekend of the 10th, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But last weekend, which is current weekend, because that's what we're recording. Yeah. that makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is, anyway, yeah. um, it's a long weekend in Toronto. Yeah. So I went to, where do I go? Oh, so my mom asked me <laughs> yeah. if I had time to hang out with them. And I'm like, yeah, Aww. sure. Yeah. And she's like, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to Blue Mountain or do you want to go to Osaga? I'm like, oh, we went to Blue Mountain already, so let's go to Wasaga. Yeah. 20 minutes later, my mom goes, oh, I booked Barry for us. What? 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 <laughs> what? Wait, what? Sorry, what, ma'am? <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's just my mom's logic. So we went to Barry. Okay. And before I went, I was Googling what to do in Barry because what the fuck do you do in Barry? Right. And the top 10 things were park, 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 antique shop, park, park, park. <laughs> Okay, good. So we went to an antique shop on the park. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, mm. so you, okay, but you did go to a park. Yes. You decided to go to the antique yeah. shop. Okay. And then yeah. we ended up driving 45 minutes to go to Wasaga Beach the second day. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you did go to Wasaga. Yep. That's good. Yep. Yeah. It was very strange. Did you have fun? It was really fun, actually, because it was a perfect weekend. Yeah. So nice. And yeah, we did have some fun. You know, we could have just gone to Osaga Beach in the yeah, first place. Yeah, and then you, know? you wouldn't have had to go to the antique. Yeah. How was the antique shop? I always wanted to go to one. Uh, my mom had a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. But there were actually a lot of cool things that... Yeah. yeah like people... They, Tools from the 1940s and like, which I wasn't expecting tools. Was, yeah, I no, but it was pictures. like it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was cool because my dad is a handyman, so oh, he found okay. those things very interesting. And right. it was like he was so like his mind was blown. He felt like he was in a museum where you can actually touch yeah, things. Yeah, and then I just kept staring at creepy dolls and like thinking yeah. back to Annabelle and all the scary movies that I've ever seen. And it was, oh. but my mom had fun. She bought that's some good. antiques and she's very happy. So that's all that matters, right? Have you watched Toy Story? Yeah. Not yet. Okay. There's an antique store and is there? There's dolls. I bought a Toy Story T-shirt, but I still haven't gotten to see it yet. So you're bandwagoner without actually. Yeah. I just know that I'm gonna love it, so might as well buy it while it was on sale. So yeah, Pixar is usually pretty good. Yeah, but there's yeah. yeah you should I, watch it. It's really good. I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. One way or another. Yeah. If I have to go by myself. I'm going by myself. <laughs> I've done that before. I like going to the movies by myself. Really? I've never. Yeah. But I know, everyone always thinks I'm weird for doing it, but it's quiet. You get to focus on the movie. Yeah, I want to try. I, I, I used to be, like, very, very insecure about being alone. Yeah. I think it's an only child problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I used to resent the idea of going anywhere by myself. Interesting, yeah. But I'm starting to, like, accept it and learn how to do it and have fun by myself. So maybe I'll try that. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I used to be nervous about going into restaurants alone. Yeah. But then when I used to travel a lot, I have to eat alone all the time. And yeah. the waitresses and stuff, they're way nicer. Really? When you're alone. And yeah, it's actually a lot of fun. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll try that too. You get to do your own work without being interrupted. It's kind of yeah. nice being alone. Yeah. yeah. Bring a book. And <laughs> I'm just, also a loner, so. Yeah. <laughs> cool. What about you? What's new? Um. Well... I just put in my three weeks notice. At <gasps> three weeks? Job. Yeah, I gave them three weeks oh, damn. notice. Yeah, You're a good employee. You know. <laughs> well, I wanted to give them more, but then it was like during a trade show, so I didn't want to stress out my manager. Right. And so then I decided to tell her that week. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I got a new job as a business development manager. So that's like my dream role. And... I'm really excited about it. It's kind of like a startup. So mm -hmm. there's only six people right now. So I'll be the seventh. Mm -hmm. And it's a merger and acquisitions company. Dude, it sounds yeah. so cool. From the way that you were telling me that <laughs> your job really description. Excited. I'm so excited for you. I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of traveling. It's like a national role. But mm. I am excited and I'm mm. ready to do this. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. I start on August 19th. 
So, anyway, so that's what's new with me. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm so excited for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and you get to be your own boss. Yeah. yeah. And then I get to bring Charlie, too. So, <gasps> he'll be my sidekick. I'm excited. He's your assistant. Yeah. My assistant. <laughs> <laughs> He's always my assistant. It's so exciting. Yeah. And I have some really good stories this week. Oh, man. So, I'm going to be doing two horror stories and then one good story. What right. about you? I have three horror stories. Okay, Duh. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about mine, too. So, okay. let's get started. So, this week, I'm starting with a story that I found from a website called DamnMyEx.com. <laughs> so, you know it's... good story. Yeah, yeah. good stories. <laughs> Uh, the first story is shared by somebody whose initials is AG, so I'm going to call her Allison because they didn't really share their identity. <laughs> so Allison had been seeing this guy for over a year. So things were going steady. She thought everything was perfect. They had just moved into their first apartment together. They had a dog together. So things were going well. And uh, they were actually starting to flirt with the idea of getting engaged And they thought that they had it all. Or at least Allison thought that they had it all. And then, one week, everything changed. And everything came to a screaming halt. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, God. Um, She realizes that he's become kind of distant, never really wanting to talk, and not really responding to her texts, even. And generally avoiding her every way he could. And mind, they live together. So, it's kind of weird. How's that possible? How do you ignore someone while you live with them? I don't know, but somehow that this happened. Okay. Um, so moments that used to be filled with creative conversations or like plans for the future just became the silence of space. So things were... That's terrible. Turning rotten pretty yeah. fast. So, of course, Allison confronted him and she was asking if everything was okay. Is it something that she's done that's causing this? And he denied everything and said that Allison was kind of overacting, which is the last thing that a girl wants to hear when she's trying to solve a problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just don't even don't even <laughs> nope. get me started. Um, so early the next morning, Allison panicked and did something that she told herself that she would never do. She checked his history, yeah, browser history, email, all that yeah. stuff. And this is where she found that he had been posting ads on Craigslist looking for men to try erotic or kinky things with him. No! And it's not just a couple of posts. There were dozens of them. No! Dating back months. No! <laughs> they had just moved in together and got a dog together. And this is what he's been doing this entire time. And if that wasn't bad enough, he had actually gotten email responses, which he responded to with meetups and then later emails hang out again, which means no, they've already done meet up with them. Okay, so kudos to him for finding his sexuality and stuff, mm-hmm. but if he's already figured out that he he Tell is the woman he likes that it, yes, but you know yeah, tell the woman that you're living right. with. That's right? not fair on her. That's not fair on Allison. Yeah, at all. yeah. So then, in actually, when all some of his posts, he mentioned that his girlfriend knew what he was doing, posting these ads no. and all that stuff, and that she was okay with everything. So he did tell everyone on his post that he had a girlfriend and that she was okay with it. Asshole. But obviously not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Allison was like, I can't even imagine a world where I would ever say that I was okay with this. And I never really knew that he was interested in men or like even exploring this because he's never talked to me about this. So she actually opened every single email respondents and all of the Craigslist opening uh, postings, left the computer open and left. Good for her. Yep. Uh, she said, I went to the movies to forget about everything. And needless to say, when the movie ended, I had 30-something phone calls and dozens of text messages, all saying how sorry he was and how he wanted to work through everything. Uh, You can't work through No, you've already worked (laughs) your thing through, buddy, without her. You've already made the decision for her at this point. And Allison says, all I can say is that I'm glad I became one of those stereotypical women searching through her man's computer history. It saved me a lot of wasted time and effort. Wow. Damn. I can't even imagine. No. It's like everything that you thought you knew about the person that you are living with and are planning a future with just Mm -hmm. shudders 
and it's not because of something that you can't even solve. No, yeah, exactly. Like that's the thing is that there's nothing you can really do. Yeah. In this situation, I mean, like no one is really. But would that make it easier to get over? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because there's there there is a very obvious closure for you. Both. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's not like you're feeling like oh it's me. Yeah. There it's, was a reason. Yeah, why. but like I feel like if he had just talked to her about it. Then this thing could have been cleared up easily. Yeah, it would have been an amicable, yeah. yeah, ending. But but it's just the way that he approached it. She might have a problem or two with this, right? Just a little bit, just yeah, a small bit, just a little bit. Yeah. I feel like if if they had talked about it for her, like as a loving girlfriend or a loving friend, even she would have mm-hmm. been supportive and understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fucked up, dude. Fucked up, man. Well, sorry you had to go through this, Allison or Ag. But thanks for sharing. Okay, so this is a listener story from Switzerland. Um, and he left us a message, but it was very cryptic. <laughs> so we don't really understand it. So I'm going to call him Manish. Yes. Hello, Manish. That's Manish. your new identity. Yep. <laughs> you like that. So um, this horror story is a few years old now, but it mm-hmm. happened when Manish first moved to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. So it's insanely expensive in Switzerland. Like, Canadian $12 for a coffee at Starbucks. F that. Yeah. So when Kevin and I went to Switzerland, we got off the plane and we thought, you know, we'd get a quick bite at Burger King. Mm. It cost us 18 Swiss francs for a Whopper, just the sandwich. So it's 24 Canadian. Shut up. Really? Yeah. $24 just for a cardboard burger? For the Whopper. But in Switzerland, um, they raise their cattle and animals. Like, they're all free range and stuff. So, okay. So then... I, it's just so damn expensive. But it's $24 for a burger. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Anyways, so Manish is a student doing his master's at the University of Zurich. So naturally, as a poor student, mm-hmm. you have to think up some creative ways to travel oh, in yeah. Europe on a budget. Yeah. Right? So there's this site called, I'm going to butcher this, Mietfark Gelegenheit. <laughs> so it's basically a rideshare platform and instead of paying 50 euro for a round trip to some city on the train it only costs about 15 euro what, what was the platform called again meet far Height. <laughs> i'm gonna clip this part and use it as my new ringtone for you <laughs> So this, this this is an app, and you're basically just sharing gas with someone who is also going to the destination that so you're going to. What was the platform called? Oh, shut up. Oh, God, stop. I can't do that. It's so much energy, man. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, and you get a buddy to chat with, and then you also get like a, like a friend, right? Mm-hmm. But first, here's the background story. Mm-hmm. So a friend of Manisha's, Gareth, mm-hmm. was visiting his incredibly attractive sister, Jen, um, in Heidelberg. I can't. <laughs> Manish thought it would be an awesome time to go see the city with his old homie and put down a solid first impression with Jen. Mm. So he booked a last-minute rideshare with a girl named Natalie to drive mm. over there. She picked him up in Basel. That's actually how you pronounce it. Oh, wow. And from the first smile she shot him from across the road, Manish was under a spell. Oh, no. He gets in the car, and instantly they hit it off. So Natalie is studying to become a physiotherapist, mm-hmm. but loves to act, paint, and is also part of the really awesome Basel art scene. Mm-hmm. It was a six-hour drive, so they spent a long time together. Right. And the whole way there, they had an incredibly lucid and deep conversation about love, life, and what really motivates them when you peel away everything. So super Damn. deep. They got I can't imagine. Eh? Yeah, I can't imagine getting so deep with someone on a ride. But I guess... If you have that instant connection with someone. Is that what love at first sight? Oh, yeah, probably. Hmm. Well, we'll see, I guess. It was very deep, yeah. (laughs) To his surprise, she was the first woman who was really into... Oh, God, I'm going to butcher this. Yay! Nice! (laughs) And Heidegger (laughs) work. That's your voice cracked. (laughs) And he says that you'll understand why later, but their work can definitely be seen to have a Nazi-ish undertow. Ooh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. Natalie also used the fiery words of dead, angry German dudes to motivate her. So needless to say, Manish was in love. <laughs> Anyways, by the end of the drive, they were both getting anxious. He can see that she's leaning towards him in the car. He's also leaning over her in the passenger seat. But they weren't touching, but there was like all this electricity in this cozy moment. Yeah, and they were just trying to get as close to each other as possible without it being weird. Right. 
So in the end, Manish made some joke about wanting to learn the tango with her when they were back in Basel. Mm-hmm. So he got her number and they went off on their separate ways. Aw, good job. Yeah. He filed that experience away and had an amazing weekend with Gareth and his incredibly good-looking sister's siren call tugged at him no longer. Mm. When Manish was back in Basel, him and Nelly immediately started getting serious, going to weird German poetry readings, hanging out constantly with her friends at concerts, and fueling this incredibly intense relationship that saw him through many of his first adventurous sexual experiences. I did not oh. need to know that. Oh. <laughs> About oh. Manish. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Well, I guess, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. <clears throat> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Despite having just started his master's degree and really struggling to keep up with the material, he put every extra minute into Natalie. Aww. Yeah. So Christmas comes around, and although they've only dated for about three months or so, she invited Manish to her family's Christmas party. Mm-hmm. This is the first time he would be meeting a white family, so he was incredibly excited thinking it would be just like the movies. Oh, no. And here's where he gets a pleasant surprise. Scared. So he lived in a little village in Switzerland and picked up German really quickly. Mm -hmm. But since this was the first time her family would be meeting him, he thought he would play a little joke on them and then whip out his German halfway through the event to impress them. Oh. So. (laughs) Yeah. So unfortunately, as soon as he's at the door, Natalie starts acting kind of sketchy. And she's kind of like blocking him in the doorway. He's kind of wondering why, but he thought maybe it was just some bad eggnog or something. <laughs> and he decided to go in anyways. Uh-huh. So Nali has a huge family. Right. And people were being very polite. However, when he enters the living room area where more of the older people were sitting, uh-huh. things go quiet for a second until Natalie introduces him. So it's kind of awkward. Uh-huh. But it's fine because there's so much food at the table. He's back in his happy place. But he can see out of the corner of his eye that some people are giving him side eyes. And so basically all night, um, he would hear the older folk be really nice to him in English. Mm-hmm. But then in German, because he hasn't spoken German yet, yep. they would talk shit about him. Oof. And make jokes about him being brown, which made him really uncomfortable. Oh, no. Yeah. And at this point, he just had to pretend that he didn't know any German. <laughs> oh, no. And just sit through this whole thing. It got so bad that at one point he was reaching for a really nice serving spoon that was handed down through the family. Mm -hmm. And then her grandma abruptly gets up to take it away from him. And she says she'll serve it to him since he's a guest. But really, she just didn't want him to touch it. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was horrible. So he went to the bathroom, heard some pretty nasty things about him being said. And then now at this point, we'll start turning in his head about past conversations that he's had with Natalie. Uh So Natalie used to tell him about how hard it was for her grandparents because they had to escape the Soviet tyranny and they were prisoners of war, things like that. Mm -hmm. However, he now realized that there was this big incident in 1945 where all the Nazis fled to South America to escape persecution and it all clicked that grandma was still a Nazi. (gasps) He did not see that coming. Ha! 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 He wishes that he could say he put on some sunglasses, an American flag cape, and delivered some whoop-ass, but he just went back to his seat and finished his mashed potatoes. <laughs> what was he going to do? Ruin Christmas? He's not a monster, even though a significant portion of Natalie's family was. Oh, no. And as the night went on, he sat through more and more right-wing political chat, and Natalie didn't make eye contact with him the entire night. And every time someone would ask him anything, she would kind of look away and be pretty ashamed. In the end, when the alcohol started really opening the folks up, Manish felt like he had had enough and then made an excuse about catching the last train and then ugly cried the whole way home. Sorry, Manish. And the next day, Natalie wanted to explain. She said that she thought it was going to be just her immediate family and uncles, but things changed last minute. Mm. And she was this incredibly strong, opinionated woman that Manish absolutely saw himself being with for the rest of his life. But she became a meek shell of a person who acquiesced to all of her family's crazy opinions that day. And unfortunately, it didn't end very well for them. Manish says... We had a pretty disgusting exchange of words after that. When you spend so much time with someone you know, you know exactly what to say to hurt them. Oof. Yeah. And we decided to talk when things cooled down. And my exams were coming up, so I didn't get to talk to her for a month. After my exams, I couldn't find her on any social media. I guess she blocked me, and so I was like, oh, I guess we're broken up. 
I saw her again a few times in Basel. It's a small place. However, we only ever said hi, and it did bug me that we never got a true closure. However, a year later, I moved to Zurich and met the most incredible woman named Araya, who made me feel so incredibly loved that I didn't really care anymore. Aww. Now, this is just a funny story I tell people when they say Europe isn't that racist. Oh, <laughs> it is. Apparently <laughs> it is. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. That's, that's so brutal. sad. Yeah, because like, he thought he could spend the rest of his life yeah. with her and then... And she opened him up so much sexually. Yeah. <laughs> They learned so much from each other. <gasps> I could just imagine him in the bathroom and like everything is starting to click. I imagine like pictures floating around in the bathroom and then he's just like, oh, 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 oh. holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> <She's a> Nazi. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. Man, I'm so sorry that it happened, but I'm happy to hear that you found, yeah, you found, you found your true love. love after that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you for sharing that, Manish. All right. The next story also comes from damnmyex.com and is shared by somebody whose initials MJ. So we'll call her Michelle. Michelle? Okay. Okay. (laughs) I swear, every time. That's fast now. You like come up with. I feel like we've used Michelle at least six six times. Probably, yeah. Oh, well. I don't know. Do I know any? Oh, I do know Michelle's. Oh, well. Uh, So Michelle says, I dated, in quotes, the same guy from eighth grade until my sophomore year of college. We met through a mutual friend and immediately hit it off. The only hitch was he lived 2,000 miles away. So, yeah, it was... For a long distance all the time? Yes, it was a long distance relationship from start to almost finish. Holy shit. Yep. So the first few years of our, quote, relationship... We're filled with endless text messages and hours of long phone conversations, and we talked every moment that we could. Over the years, we talked about the idea of finally meeting, we made plans for me to fly out to meet him, but it seemed that every time we were about to finalize, one of our parents would cancel everything and it was just back to square one, because they were still in school, right? So their parents probably had to pay for things. Yeah. So my sophomore year of college, I was finally 19 and old enough to make the arrangements myself. Yeah. I was thrilled and so was he. So I got on my first solo flight and flew the 2,000 miles that separated us for all those years. So Aww. this is the first time that they're actually meeting up as like boyfriend-girlfriend. That's crazy. Yeah. So she's like, I was ecstatic to finally meet him. The moment lived up to all of my fantasies. I ran into his arms and then he kissed me and we hugged for what felt like hours. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's cute. Sure. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> The first week there, he took me everywhere. We went to museums, we went to hike in the mountains, we w- went to visit neighboring cities, and spent every moment together. He showed me all those places that he used to tell me about on the phone. I met his parents, and we had dinner with his family, and I knew that I loved him. Wow. Yeah, so can you imagine like just being in this r- relationship over the internet for all these years, and... And then finally meeting, meeting and, and like, he's taking you to all these places that he's talked about and everything's becoming a reality. It's just so overwhelming. Yeah. Wow. Just like literally like a whole new world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so during the last week that I was there, I began to notice that he was a little bit standoffish. So I would wake up to his phone buzzing or find him sitting in front of his computer when he said that he was going to use the bathroom. One night, I was doing some homework. So cute. She was doing homework um, on the bed, and he was on the computer, and he kind of chuggled under his breath, just kind of laughing by himself. Okay. And I asked him what was so funny, and he said it was nothing. It was just an inside joke with one of his friends that he was talking to. So not wanting to pry, I let it go, and this went on for days. With two days left of my stay... He left early in the morning after answering phone call. He had quietly put on clothes and tiptoed downstairs, closing the front door behind him. So it was really weird. Kind of snuck out of his yeah, own house. Right. That's when I knew for sure something was wrong. I went straight for his computer. No. Never leave a suspe- suspecting woman with your oh computer. God. So I pulled up his social media account and began scanning for his recent messages. And I was horrified. There were hundreds of messages dating back to the beginning of our so-called relationship. 
I, I'm doing air quotes and I guess that you can't <laughs> see <know>. that. <laughs> quote unquote relationship. Oh my god. And they were all young, attractive women talking about how much they loved him <gasps> and he them. So I scanned every message and my stomach tightening with every word that I read. The man that I had been in love with for all those years was a fraud. I found messages between his friends asking how many women he was seeing that week. It was normally in the double digits, and I believed it all because I had read the message to back up everything. Yep. What the hell? Wait, does he do... So this is do what he does. Do his parents know about every girl then? I don't know. Maybe. Because she's living with them right yeah. now, right? Wow. But nothing was more disheartening than the newest correspondence between who I thought was the love of my life and another young woman. The message started off by her stating, Good news, I'm not prego. You can finally breathe again. Stop it. And he had responded with an LOL. And I just told the girl in my bed that I was laughing at an inside joke. She's seriously so dense. Oh, <gasps> What? Yep. Okay, yep. what the hell? This guy's fucked. Oh, in many ways. Oh my god. Yep. So when he returned home a couple hours later, I was in the kitchen making breakfast. I didn't say anything when he came in. I didn't say anything when he stomped upstairs and pulled his desk chair out to sit in front of his computer. And I didn't say anything when he stormed down the stairs and started yelling at me for invading his personal space. I didn't say anything as he called me a psycho and yelled at me some more. He continued to explain to me that we were never really dating. How could we be? We had never met. He says, I couldn't have expected him to be faithful because he was a man and he he had needs and no. I couldn't help him with that. Bye. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. So Michelle just stayed silent throughout this whole this whole thing. He's yelling at her and she just didn't say anything. Even when he had stated that it had all been a game from the beginning and that I was just another number he could brag about to his friends. So he actually oh said it to her. This is the most disgusting person I've ever mm-hmm. heard of. Mm-hmm. Wow. Michelle didn't say anything to him, not even a word. She slept on the couch for the last two days and then went home. Yep. Over the years until now, he would still message her through like a proxy site and set, send something in the mail to her parents' home because that's the last known address that he has. Yep. And she says, I guess through all the endless hours of phone calls, millions of text messages, video calls, and letters in the mail, I finally had nothing left to say to him. That's messed up. Oh, yeah. I don't... That's just fucked wow. up. It actually reminds me of... This happened to one of my friends. Mm-hmm. She's dating this guy from, like, grade 10 until second year mm-hmm. university. And they met online. But he was only, like, a 40-kilometer distance from her. Right. They went to different high schools. And he was... I guess transportation is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. So they would meet at the mall and stuff together. Yeah. But they've never been to each other's homes. Mm-hmm. And they would only meet, like, once a month. And then he was supposed to go to her prom, mm-hmm. but then something came up and he made an excuse and stuff. But then she continued to date him and like they were basically long distance the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then finally in second year university, because she had a dorm, mm-hmm. she was like, why don't you just stay over for a little bit? Right. He just like would always make these weird excuses. And then she finally went to go to his university dorm mm-hmm. <laughs> when she went there because she was going to surprise him. Mm-hmm. His roommate actually let her in, and then she caught him with another woman. Yeah. Like, if a guy makes a billion excuses not to have you in his house, yeah. even at the, like, chance of getting laid, mm-hmm. you know, something's up. Mm-hmm. For sure. But she had no clue, because, like, they've been dating since grade 10. So you don't suspect It's been them, such right? a long time. Yeah. yeah, and then you're like, why would someone waste his time on me mm-hmm. for that long if... I don't know. I guess you're just blinded too, right? Yeah, love blinds you, man. That's messed up. I know. I'm sorry, Michelle, this happened to you, but I'm so happy that you've moved on. And I really, like, I'm actually surprised at the way that she dealt with this whole thing. Because she was still in sophomore college. So yeah, she's that's not very, very mature. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She knew that she's better than this piece of shit. And just, like, the Didn't best want way... to revenge or anything. Yeah, yeah. the best way yeah. to deal with him is not to deal with him at all. Right. And that's probably what gets to him the most, because he's, like narcissist yeah at, at best <laughs> yep best thing i can use to describe him yeah but yeah like the way th- that she neglected him it's probably the worst way that he can handle it which is the best way you can do yep so, yeah. good for you thanks for sharing 
So this was posted um, by someone named Philly Fresh. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to call him Phil. This one's so funny. No. It's a short one, but it's a good one. Phil. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Phil was an undergrad and okay. things are going well with school. But best of all, he had just started dating this beautiful girl that he met in class. Let's mm. call her Ariel. Isn't that the best part of college? Yep. <sighs> just... When we're all still young and beautiful and yeah, can date wherever we want. Yep. And they're so chill and <sighs> don't have to think about kids or anything. No responsibilities. Nope. Yep. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> back to life. Mm-hmm. So he was enamored with her, shocked that he loved her so fast, and amazed that she even wanted to date him. Mm. The first months were amazing, and they couldn't keep their hands off of each other, and they never seemed to be sick of each other's company. Mm-hmm. After a few months into their relationship... Phil started to notice some concerning symptoms. As you can probably hypothesize, whenever he peed, it burned. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So at first, he just assumed that it must have been something weird with his diet. It's never the diet. No. (laughs) So then he decided he would stop taking creatine just in case. Mm. It's the diet. Mm -hmm. But as time went on, a few days later, the burning became unbearable. Phil would literally be struggling to stand while he peed because the pain was so intense. And then after he peed, he would just lay in fetal position on the bed. Oh, my God. Because it hurt so bad. Yeah. So at this point, he was no longer convinced that his diet was causing the symptoms. Oh, great. (sighs) It had to be what he thought unfathomable. Ariel must have cheated on him. Uh. He hadn't been with anyone else since he started pursuing her. And that was months before they became exclusive, so he was pretty shocked. Mm-hmm. And things seemed so perfect. She seemed like such a good person. Where had it gone wrong? So the thoughts made his blood boil until he outright confronted her. And he told her that he knew that she must have been unfaithful because of the symptoms and asked her if she had similar symptoms. Mm-hmm. She said she did it. So Phil demanded that she go with him to a clinic and they both take a test right. and then share the results together. And she had no problem with this. And she's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go tomorrow. And so he was like, huh, why is she being so open? But she could be hiding it still, right? right? Anyways, that same night, his roommate's girlfriend comes over to stay at their place. Mm-hmm. She was being really nice and went to do some dishes for them. Oh, so nice. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Can around- you come to my house? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so around this time, both Phil and his roommate had just moved into the new house. Mm-hmm. So in the process, their belongings got kind of shuffled around and she went to go get some dishwashing pods. Right. And she exclaimed, why are you guys washing your dishes with laundry detergent? Uh. And Phil heard that and it all clicked. (gasps) And he realized that he was pissing out bleach from the laundry detergent. Oh my god! He instantly felt ashamed and immediately apologized to his girlfriend. She took it really well, laughed at the situation, and they forgot about it. Sure enough, a few days later, after their dishes and cups were no longer saturated with bleach, (laughs) all of Phil's symptoms disappeared. What the fuck? Fuck! <laughs> yeah, but are You're so bleaching bad. his dick Yeah, off. pretty much. Oh, uh, ow. Yeah. How do you mess that up? How do you have symptom pains without a dick? Yes. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. Holy crap. Yeah. Well, college kids, I mean, I've heard worse, I guess. He'll never make that a mistake again, yes. right? So You live and you learn. Yeah. This is life experiences that we all have to have. Yeah, exactly. So Gotta pee a little bit of bleach no. to know not to use laundry detergent as your dishwashing soap. Oof. But his girlfriend took it really well. Yeah, I would have be been so offended. Pissed. Right? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Hold on to that girl, man. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just patience. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing. Uh. Uh. All right, time for my last story of this week. And um, I've just warned Amy that she's not going to like this. Most of you won't. I mean, yeah. I she hope said that you're it's not, not poop, so. Yeah, but I still hope that you're not eating because that's not going to go well. Oh, God. All right. Ready? Yeah, let's do this. Okay, so this story is shared by somebody whose username is IP Prince. IPI Prince, anyway. Okay. Um, and he says, so I met this beautiful woman about seven months ago at a alumni function and we hit it off. And honestly, she's everything I could ask for. I'm not sure if I'm still in the honeymoon phase, but so far everything is working out. And she's even moved in with me two months ago with no issues. Oh, wow. So seven months into a relationship, two months of living together. Cool. However... This past holiday season, she started doing something gross. 
Honestly, it was so disgusting. I haven't even asked my friends or family for help on this matter or their opinions or whatever. On Christmas Eve, I woke up pleasantly surprised to see that she was cooking breakfast. But when I looked at my scrambled eggs, it looked really, really sketchy. It looked way too moist. First of all, moist. Ew, I hate that word. Okay, moist, gross. Um, my girlfriend told me that she used a fancy cheese, which is why it was extra moist and smelly. Okay, it, what smelly? I believed her and ate it. The texture was absolutely horrendous, but taste-wise, it was fine. She beamed and started planning our holiday. So she was very happy that he ate this and was okay with eating it. And then on New Year's Eve, we were cuddling and doing a couple things. She brought strawberries and whipped cream. We did have some fun with the whipped cream, and she fed me the strawberries. And then she chewed up a berry and fed it to me. Uh, so what? And she chewed up the berry and fed it to me, like a mama bird. Okay, I thought it was weird, but I was so horny I didn't mind. We finished the rest of the berries in the same manner. And the sex follow was amazing, but now she's starting to chew all of her food and feed it to me. What? <laughs> Sometimes not even in a sexual manner. This included steak, chicken, <gasps> salad, eggs, etc. It was so disgusting. <laughs> When I tell her to stop, she starts crying and say that I don't love her enough. All of our fights were about this issue at this point. I eventually eat some of it, and it's so gross. I, <laughs> Amy's hiding her face right. Oh I recoil every time I think about the texture. And he writes, "Help!" with three question marks. I thought maybe she needs to talk to a therapist, or maybe I should contact an ex of hers to see if he went through sim something similar. <laughs> What the. F And he says she is perfect for me, except for this one issue. <laughs> it's not a little issue you can overlook. That's pretty <gasps> fucked up. Yeah. Um. And there was an update. Oh, okay. that followed. Mm -hmm. He says update. So in the comments below, apparently her saliva started fermenting or digesting the eggs for me. This is probably why there was a sour smell to the oh eggs. Oh my god! I'm going to throw up. <laughs> No, no, that is disgusting. Um, yep. Get the hell out of there. That is serial killer trait. Yep. Um, also, she's very attractive and needs constant validation. She makes me eat her regurgitated food as proof that I love her. Besides no, this, no, 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 no. she's honestly my ideal partner. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, he's like, I don't want to throw this away. I will be meeting an ex of hers tomorrow and we'll keep you guys posted. Oh my lord. Maybe she's playing like a giant prank on him. I mean, but she like legit just breaks down every time I'm he refuses. Throw up, man. That is so disgusting. When I was reading this, to be honest, I was thinking way worse. The scrambled eggs part, mm -hmm. and he said that she used some weird cheese and had a smell to it. I don't know why, but my mind went to like her discharge. Okay, okay, we need to stop this story right now. <laughs> Because I feel like I've read something like that, or like I've seen women make dessert with their discharge. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I, I've heard they make meals out of their placenta and stuff. Yes, but there are people that make like dessert and then feed it to people. Okay, I liked living in my nice bubble where I didn't know this stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> where this was not even a possibility. I'll find a video and show you the women making No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. You said you were hungry. So no, I, just... <laughs> I literally, I my stomach just stopped growling. Like, as soon as the middle of the story started. Yeah. Nope, nope. I mean... Nope, 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 nope. I, it's, at least it's not poop. Nope, nope, nope. I'd rather hear about poop. This is messed up. Oh my god, this is so messed up. Oh. Your face is starting to drain a little bit. No! The blood of... The blood in your face is draining. You're looking kind of green. Do no. You, do you want to? No. Some scrambled eggs. I mean, take a nap. I can make some eggs for no. you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Thanks for sharing the story. I hope you figure that shit out, man. 
Okay, so this is the last story, and it's a good one, but it's kind of like a horror story mixed into a good story. Does it also have scrambled eggs? Nope, we are not talking about that anymore. <laughs> no one chews up anyone's food. It's more or less normal. Okay. Um, this was a story that was kind of done as an interview. Uh-huh. So it was a full interview report, okay? Right. So basically, the person, the person reporting is interviewing the girl, the guy... And the other guy. How what? Yeah. Okay, so you'll see. Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is about a lady named Emma Perrier. Mm-hmm. And she spent the summer of 2015 mending a broken heart after a recent breakup. Mm-hmm. By September, the restaurant manager had grown tired of watching The Notebook alone, I feel you, girl, in her <laughs> apartment in London and decided it was time to get back out there. Mm-hmm. Despite the horror stories she has heard about online dating, Emma, who was 33 at the time, downloaded an app called Zoolosk. Zoolosk? Zoolosk. Mm. Do you oh, know that one? I, th- I think I've seen the ads, but I have no, yeah. no experience So they it. have, like, um, the app basically has, like, a diamond ring in it mm. so that... It's more geared towards people who are serious. Yeah, and ready stuff. to settle down. Yeah. Right. Um, so the way that you get onto Zwask is you have to snap selfies. Right. And then it verifies your identity and uh-huh. then it allows you to have a profile. Mm. So she snapped her three selfies and then as soon as her profile went live, her phone started to bleep and whistle from interest from strangers. Mm. And that evening, she got a private message in her inbox. It was from a dark-haired Italian man named Ronaldo oh. Ronnie Ronaldo. Cicluno. Okay? Huh? That's his last name. <laughs> right. But the text message was blurred because you actually have to pay for the services in order to Jeez. see it. Yeah. So it's like a big investment. Right. I think that's why people take it more seriously because right. they actually have to pay for it. Yeah. Right. So she paid the 25 euro or $34 Damn. to subscribe to it. Yeah. It's expensive per yeah, month. That's yeah. a lot. Yep. Yeah. So Roddy's message materialized and it said, you look beautiful. Emma soon discovered that both her and Ronnie were two lonely Europeans working blue-collar jobs in England. Hmm. Their conversation moved from Zuosk onto WhatsApp, and Ronnie was easy on the eyes, funny and caring, but there was one problem. Hmm. He did not exist. Huh? Mm-hmm. So Ronaldo Cicluno was a fictional character created by Alan Stanley who is a short, balding, 53-year-old shop fitter. And Alan used his alter ego, Ronnie, to portray a ladies' man who's charming, attractive, and everything that Alan was not. Wait, but he has to pay as well to do this. What the hell? Yeah. Anyways, so Alan said, I was in a pretty lonely place. I wasn't feeling the most attractive. I always struggled with self-confidence, and I was going through a messy separation. I just wanted someone to talk to. So this is a really cool article because it... Shows the two different people's perspectives. Right. So Alan, who's catfishing right now, as well as Emma's perspective. Mm-hmm. So Alan says, catfishing is prevalent across the internet. Everyone does catfishing. Mm-hmm. And he had done it before at least five times. Damn. Mm-hmm. His flirting with Emma soon progressed from small talk to inside jokes to pet names and late night telephone calls. Mm. They both agreed to delete the dating app. And Emma constantly asked for a physical date, but was heartbroken when Ronnie made excuses. Alan was a pro and knew how to prolong the relationship with false promises. Mm -hmm. He kept telling Emma that he was decorating new shops. His work took him all over Europe. Any free time he had, he spent drinking whiskey with his father or he spent on vacation with his parents in Spain. Mm -hmm. So, like, he portrayed this family man like right. he's a good and person it's all excuses that she can't really say no to like, exactly family yeah exactly yeah. yeah however alan was running out of excuses and he says it was eating at me because i knew that the longer it went the more problematic it would be um, in the long run <laughs> and in his mind alan actually minimized his lie so he thought Everything I told her about me, apart from who I was and the age, was true. Oh my gosh. What does that even mean? Everything is true except for everything that I told you. exactly. (laughs) That's exactly what he said. So one night, after the last customers left her restaurant, Emma closed it down with her waiter named Abraham. Mm -hmm. Emma revealed to Abraham how she longed to meet her mysterious boyfriend. And Abraham listened for a while, then turned to his manager and said, But Emma, this guy doesn't want to meet you. Maybe it's not even him. And then Emma insisted that they talk on the phone, but Abraham said her boyfriend was probably an old man as a joke. (laughs) It really was. 
So Emma was hurt and confused, but by the spring of 2016, Emma's family recommended that she cut off all communications with Ronnie. Mm -hmm. He had refused to meet her after six months of dating, which is so sketchy, right? Screw that. And then one evening after work, she laid on her bed and downloaded an app called Reverse Image Search. Oh. Yeah. So this is basically where you can put any image that you find on the internet and right. it'll find the direct source of the internet. I'm surprised it took her that long to try to, to figure find it this out. out. Yeah. yeah. Six months. Well, it's, it's the whole trust thing, right? Like you, you want to believe that you're you got none of that to give her. Out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, she uploaded the photograph of Ronnie wearing his leather jacket, which he had on his Zuosk app. Mm-hmm. And the results arrived in seconds. So the man in the photograph was a model and actor from Turkey called Adam Guzzle. Oof. Emma was confused. She found his model management website, an official Twitter account, and his Facebook account. And then she texted Alan right away. Do you have anything to tell me about Adam Guzzle? She wrote in the text message. Alan said, it's me. Those were my modeling photos. I used to use another name. It was a long time ago. Oh my god, why are you making more lies? Alan said he just couldn't tell the truth. He said, I would have lost something that I really treasured. But by that time, Emma was already catching on and demanding that he revealed himself on FaceTime. But Alan's excuse was FaceTime is for teenagers. What? Yeah. So he wouldn't do it. for teenagers. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, even though Emma was now catching on, she still wanted to believe in the fantasy, not the truth. So we all know that feeling. Yep. (laughs) But in August of 2016, so nearly a year after his and Emma's relationships began. Yeah. Alan had computer troubles, and he bought a new one, but set it up using his personal email address, which was Alan Stanley. Yeah. When he sent Emma a message, the email address said Alan Stanley, and that was his first mistake. When Emma asked, Alan said that he bought his computer from someone else, and they haven't changed the name yet. But Emma was now overwhelmed with doubts. Yeah. She finally started her investigation after a year into this. Jesus. And uploaded a picture that Ronnie had sent to her a little while ago of a a fish Mm -hmm. onto her reverse image search app. And the picture brought her to a comment on TripAdvisor written by Alan S. And then she knew. (gasps) She typed Alan's email address onto Google and found everything. His Twitter account, social media accounts, and she saw his face. Oh. So he's like 53, okay? (laughs) She said, it was devastating and I felt sick. You have no idea how much I've been hurt inside. So Alan was stuck in early morning traffic when Emma called and confronted him about everything. His gig was up. He said, I could not be any more apologetic. I told her everything and we both cried. Emma decided that she needed to protect others from his scam. Mm -hmm. So on September 16th, 2016, she wrote a message to the Turkish model. Mm -hmm. She goes, hello, Adam. We don't know each other, but a year ago, I met a guy online and that man is using your picture and pretends that he is you under your name, Mm -hmm. uh, under a different name, sorry. I wasn't sure if getting in touch with you was a good idea, but I needed you to know. Kind regards, Emma. Hmm. So I, Adam Guzzle, like, I'm sure he gets this all the time because yeah. he's like this beautiful model and right. like, I'm sure people are always using his photos. Right. He almost ignores the message because uh-huh. he does get this all the time. Right. But he also had a cold. This is what he said. He's like, I, I had a cold. Um, and I decided that I wanted to message Emma back. Okay. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. And so something about the sincerity of Emma's message stuck in his mind. And he wrote back in broken English, and then the conversation just started. Huh. When he heard how Alan had tricked Emma, Adam was furious, and Emma asked him if he wanted to video chat. When Adam's face appeared on her iPhone, Emma was hysterical. Adam said, I never do FaceTiming, but somehow I wanted to do it with her. And after the call, Adam and Emma exchanged text messages... But unfortunately, Adam soon packed his bags and returned to a little village named Sarkoi, which unfortunately didn't have a lot of cell phone signal. Then their conversation fizzled out. Yeah. It was sad. But then in January of 2017, the conversation between Emma and Adam reignited. Mm -hmm. And Adam said, I'm not a really religious guy, but I felt like fate had pulled them together. And Emma invited Adam to London. Adam said yes immediately. He was curious to meet this beautiful French girl. So she picked him up from the airport, and they were both very nervous, but they got more comfortable with each other. And as they spent the day together, she gave him a key to her apartment. Whoa. Yeah, and together they discovered the city like tourists, goofing around with his selfie stick. Adam couldn't believe his luck. His soulmate had appeared in his inbox as if by magic. 
Adam and Emma moved in together in London and have been living together for about six months now. And although Emma didn't enjoy being catfished by Alan, she does thank him for making it possible for her and Adam to meet each other. Damn! <laughs> that is Isn't one that cool? crazy story. Holy cow. Yeah. So she got catfished, but then ended up actually dating the guy. That is amazing. That my mind, there's fireworks going off in my brain right now. Yeah. That so is like, crazy. In the interview, they also get a little bit of Ronnie's perspective. Like after he, they found out everything, uh-huh. Emma found out everything, and he was like, I actually wanted to continue the relationship. Fuck but off. Obviously, yeah. Like obviously <laughs> she wasn't going to date you. And yeah. he's not a bad looking guy. Like I'll, I'll, we'll put the fo- photos and everything. Ronnie's not a bad looking guy. Like here, this is him. Well, this is the model, and then that's Ronnie. Oh, yeah, he's just old. He's just older. Older right? than he told. And then that's them. Aww. Yeah. yeah, like, and he was like, oh, it's like my self confidence issues, blah, blah, that's blah. That's your problem. You but can't bring pro- that upon another right. person. Right. Like, he was torturing Emma. Yeah. For um, a year, over a year. So. It's. I yeah. wish we could still continue. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck he was like, right but off. we had a lot of connection. He's like, Ugh. yeah, but you but lied about everything. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, your foundation is a big giant lie. Yeah. But that's the biggest, the best comeback for, for Emma. You catfished me with this person. I ended up being, being with this with person. This person. <laughs> Motherfucker, eat this. Isn't that crazy how that ended up happening? I know. That's insane. And good for her for reaching out to him. It's just yeah. like all came well and I worked think, out in yeah the end. that just tells adam a lot about emma's personality it's not like she's been hurt but she's still strong yeah. enough to deal with it herself and she was looking out for other, other women people. in the future right that's so true yeah yeah so such man. a sweet girl yeah i'm really glad it worked out for both of them yeah that's a cool story <laughs> that's like that's magic man that's it is. Fate. that is fate yeah. that's what you said right yeah. it's like fate brought them together and Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. There's love in this world, people. <laughs> I believe in love again. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you so much for sharing this story. Yeah, we'll share the interview um, report as well so that you guys can read it for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Aww. And that's the end of episode 22. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this week's stories. And if you did, please rate, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. Yes, please also uh, tell us yours or your friends' dating horror stories or love stories and email them to us at thenotbookpodcast at gmail.com. And let us know if you want to be anonymous. We'll come up with names because we're really good at that now. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to do that name generator. Oh, yeah. We don't even need it anymore. We yeah, we've, we've graduated we've gra- from yeah. that. We're better than that. Um, as always, you can listen to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which we're updating regularly. And you can find all this information out on our website at thenotbookpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And please tell your friends and family to tune into our podcast. Be our friends or else I will make scrambled eggs for you. If you listen to this. Why do you keep bringing that up, man? I was just over it. I was getting hungry again. And now it's just... Actually, this is good. No, this is good for my diet. Do you want some eggs? Yeah. (laughs) I'll make you some eggs. (laughs) Anyways, um, so next week will be episode 23. So we hope you guys tune in for that episode. Mm -hmm. So excited. Well, until then. Bye. Bye.